Hello and welcome to Pause Pop, positively pop culture, where we talk about things we love enthusiastically and without guilt. I'm K.W. Taylor. And I'm Carrie Gessner. Today we're talking about the movies Happiness for Beginners and The Final Girls. Yes. Yes. So both a little bit autumnal, but different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mine's, mine skews more horror, but... Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in happiness for beginners because I like to hike and I've heard really good things about it. So yeah, let's dive right in. Yeah, you would like this a lot. Okay. Last last episode, we talked about the, the hiking movie, The Ritual, and I had <laughs> yeah. watched that right after Happiness for Beginners. So okay. I, I don't know. And maybe I'm going to even go on a little fall hike today. I don't know. We'll Ooh, see. Yeah. Fun. Don't get eaten by, uh, like, a mythical entity, please. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Like, like from the ritual. Like from the ritual. No, I will not. <laughs> so Happiness for Beginners came out earlier this year, and it's on Netflix. And it's based on a novel by Catherine Center, which I have not read, and I think I might. Um, that's from okay. 2015. And it's a rom-com, but it has a lot of dramatic elements, too. Hmm. So it's a little bit, a little bit more poignant. And it stars Ellie Kemper from The Office and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And I really like her. So basically, Ellie plays this woman named Helen, who's just gotten a divorce. And she is sort of at a really um, kind of like turning point in her life. So she decides that she's going to hike part of the Appalachian Trail, like you do, like very, very much like the book and movie Wild and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she she's doing like a beginner's course, like guided version of this that's not going to oh, take okay. as long. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just meant to be a couple of weeks of, of being out there. She has a brother named Duncan, um, and he's played by Alexander Koch. And Duncan is much younger, and he seems very irresponsible. And he's going to house sit for her, but she doesn't really trust him to be, you know, attentive to it. And Duncan has his best friend, Jake, played by Luke Grimes. And Jake seems to be kind of like trying to get, trying to engage Helen in conversation a little bit, but also like, you know, Duncan can be responsible. It's fine. And Helen's like, whatever, you're also irresponsible. (laughs) And so she leaves on her hike. Her ex-husband, Mike... I don't know who played him. He wasn't really that important. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He he calls her at some at one point reminding her that it would would have been their 6th anniversary and then she kind of has this little flashback to her wedding where Jake and Duncan were both not approving of Mike. Oh. And so this has been kind of a point of contention between the three of them for a while clearly, but gotcha. she's like, "Whatever. I made my choices." Gotcha. And then she goes on, she meets up with the people who are going to go hiking with her. And it's a fun little crew. There's like this very, very young hiking leader named Beckett, played by Ben Cook. And he he seems like he knows what he's doing, but he's also like really pretty green as far as being a teacher. So he's not like the most personable guy and he's really <laughs> silly. Um, and then there's some other people on the trip. The main person who Helen kind of bonds with is Hugh, played by Nico Santos from Superstore, who is hilarious. And he keeps saying like, oh, you and me, Helen, we're the old ones. And Helen's like, oh my gosh, please don't, please don't just (laughs) act like that. Please don't say that. 
And but Helen also Helen's making a series of both really good and really bad choices. Like hmm. you were allowed to bring one book with you. And she opted to not bring a book because she didn't want to be distracted. Oh, but you've no. got you've got a lot of downtime and stuff. And so she's just reading the training manual over and over oh, again. Geez. So in many ways, <laughs> she knows this backwards and forwards at this yeah. point. But she also makes dumb choices like Beckett makes it clear in the in the first training session that you're supposed to have received the boots that they mailed them and spent several weeks breaking them in. And oh, he's like, Helen, yeah. you're not wearing the boots. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry to pick up different boots on my way here. And he's like, you're going to be real sorry because yeah. you can't get a blister. And there's a, like one big rule is if you get a blister, you have to deal with it right then and there, even if it means holding up the whole group. Oh, geez. So she obviously starts getting blisters pretty immediately. Yeah. Oh, but then it turns out that Jake is also on the hike. Hmm. And she's like, I don't love this. I was trying to get away from people I know. Right, yeah. We have to pretend we don't know each other. And so Jake's like, <laughs> okay, fine, <laughs> thanks. And he claims, like, I registered for this too. I didn't know you were going on it. So calm down. Hmm. It's not all about you. <laughs> and then Jake also is a doctor. So he kind of acts as like the EMT for the trip. And there's there's some other fun people. There's this woman. Let's see. Hold on. You might need to cut part of my sure. pausing yeah. here. I can tell you how I dealt with, well, how we tried not to get blisters when I was uh -huh. working on a trail crew was you put duct tape on your feet, like oh. in, on the places where you, where blisters are common, like up, a, up on your ankle or like on yeah. your heel and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Oh, so <laughs> there's this other woman, Wendy. Oh, that's okay. Wendy, played by Shavon Webster. And she's like studying happiness. Mm. And at various points, she's trying to kind of bring the group some like advice about maintaining and inculcating happiness in your life. And so that's sort of the title of the film. Okay. And at one point, she has everybody say several things that make them happy and I started crying at that moment because Aww. I do that a lot in life like I say let's say three or five things that make us happy mm -hmm. right now as a way to like sort of reset and I I think I've done this to you before too <laughs> I think so yeah just like let's let's like talk about what makes us happy <laughs> and I just thought that was so sweet and then yeah and it was just really lovely and so through first of all they they did film this on some hiking trails and the Scenery is beautiful. Um, it does feel very early autumn or late summer. Mm -hmm. Beautiful foliage and lakes and things. And just so if you like outdoor scenery and just want to feel sort of, of in nature. I do, yeah. Yes, it's lovely. <laughs> Great. And there are moments that are really funny and sweet and poignant. And, you know, there's no real shocker of the sort of direction this is probably heading. And you might be able to tell where it is going just from hearing me describe it. Yeah. But we do learn some things about Helen that are a little bit unusual. Like she she has a lot of like, she's very closed off. This is a totally different kind of character than Ellie normally plays. Oh, okay. Like Aaron on The Office and 
Kimmy Schmidt are very similar. They're very sort of childlike and optimistic and silly and and sort of physical comedy, you know, is is her thing. And Helen is extremely mature and stoic and kind of grumpy a lot of the time. Um, and it's not only because of her divorce. She has had some trauma in her life that we learn okay. later on. And the group also encounters some rather serious emergencies as they get through their hike. Oh. And she has to kind of prove herself as being really calm and helpful in a crisis, which is really admirable. And she also, because she has been reading this book over and over, she's like really, you know, very talented <laughs> at knowing exactly what to do. Yeah. They make all the best choices of what you're supposed to do in an emergency on a hike if someone is injured versus the people in the ritual. It's, you know, yeah. I, I really recommend watching one after the other. Probably maybe even watch the ritual first and then happiness for beginners. So you can yes. be like, see, this is what those guys should have done. So, yeah. And apparently Ellie Kemper told Entertainment Weekly that she did want to play this character because it was very different from... Okay character she normally plays but i just think it's it's really wholesome it's really sweet it's really life affirming it will make you want to go hiking if you haven't done very much it proves too that you don't have to be super young to either find love or discover yourself or have like a transformative experience and it also doesn't happen have to be like like in wild where it's this longer thing of the Pacific Coast Trail and, and it's like much more dangerous and much more arduous and much more of a long trip. And you don't need to hike the whole Appalachian Trail, like all of these things that would make it seem inaccessible for the average newbie. Right. That's not accurate. I think you can do like a shorter trip and it's just as beneficial. I think yeah. you can even do a day trip and it's just as beneficial. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that she goes with a group because I tend to do a lot of solo hiking, especially recently. And mm -hmm. obviously in wild, she goes solo. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times when you think about the trails like that, you're like, oh, oh I'm going to test myself and stuff like that. But yeah, I think it's a really mm -hmm. interesting and good idea to have a group. And I bet they like get to know each other really well. And Yes. I bet like yes. they come off, they come away from that with like friends for life, friendships for life, because uh, stuff yes. like that really bonds you. But that's really neat. It really does. Yeah. A lot of the people come off early in the trip, like very poorly and like they're not going to mesh as friends, but they obviously they do. They become very, very close by the end, all of them. Yeah. And people who seemed like caricatures really develop and have a lot of character growth and they get rounded out so that they're not just tropes and and stuff everybody gets a unique personality that shines through so awesome yeah that sounds really cute yeah. and really cool and really it, nice <laughs> yeah it's cozy it's cozy as heck and i love that <laughs> it's the perfect it's the perfect movie to watch on like if you've got a rainy sunday mm -hmm and you've got some cocoa or some cider or something, and you just want something that's going to feel like reading a cozy novel, it's perfect for that. Nice. So. Well, yeah, I'll definitely... Love it. This has been on my list. I just kind of keep forgetting about it, but mm -hmm. I will definitely watch it soon. Cool. Do it. Nice. But you, you watch something very different, which I think I would also like, but... I think you would. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not yeah. that different. Like, it's... Well, I just... <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> the tone isn't that different. Like, this is not a horror horror film. This is like a, an homage to horror films. Oh, okay. So it's not truly that scary. And it's PG-13, so it's not like a, oh, okay. a crazy slasher film, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I have been sort of slipping into spooky season. <laughs> and I watched The Final Girls, which is, it's, okay, it's listed on Wikipedia as comedy horror. Okay. And this is not to be confused with the film Final Girl, also from 2015. <laughs> or the book, or the book Final Girls Support Group, right. which I read last Halloween. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that came out later than this, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So, I yeah, I don't know. This has been on my radar for a bit. And it doesn't, it's not streaming for free anywhere, as far as I know. But I was watching a bunch of the Conjuring movies with Vera Farmiga, and uh-huh. KW knows I had like this big freak out when I found out <laughs> she and Thaisa were <laughs> sisters, because I thought they were mother uh-huh. and daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like a 21-year gap between them, so yeah, it, yeah, it kind of makes sense why I assume that, I guess, but yeah. I, feel, yeah. I feel bad. Like, no, oh, you guys are sisters. But anyway, so I was watching Vera in these horror movies, and I was like, oh, I remember that Thaisa was in one. Let me look that up. And I I decided to rent this one night, and it was really good. Do you know anything about this? Do you remember when it came out? No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. No. Okay. So Thaisa Farmiga stars as Max, and her mom, Amanda, is played by Malin Ackerman. Oh, yeah. And in the first, like, few minutes of the movie, Amanda is trying out for a a movie. And she gets back in the car where Max is waiting, and she doesn't think she got it. And she thinks she is just complaining that people only remember her as the final girl from this movie called, like, Camp. Oh, my God. Wait, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Camp Bloodbath. Mm-hmm. So she made this movie in like the 80s called Camp Bloodbath, and she was the final girl in it. And that's all people remember her from. So now she's sort of a struggling actor. They have a hard time making ends meet, and she really needs a part so they can like pay a bill or whatever. And mm-hmm. so she she gets in the car and she's complaining about this. And Max is like really supportive, and they have this really nice relationship. Max is like 17 or something she's in high school Uh and on the way on the drive they're going to a diner to make themselves feel better and on the drive they get into a car accident and amanda dies oh no yeah it's really sad oh but (laughs) (laughs) but everything sort of ties together and makes sense and i'll i'll explain why i i liked it so much but i'm sorry amanda's not Amanda's character was not the final girl. I don't think so. She was just considered a scream queen in the movie. Yeah. So sorry, I got that mixed up. Okay. And then the film flashes forward like a year and Max is a senior. She's got a group of friends. Her best friend is Gertie, played by Alia Shakat. Shakat? I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. No, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Apologies to her if she's listening. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Yeah. I'm so I'm sorry. Sure she is. 
call us up and let us know how to pronounce your name. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. So Gertie is very, very funny. I like her a lot. She has an older stepbrother named Duncan. Mm-hmm. Weird that there are two Duncans in our films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's played by thomas middleditch and he is a really big horror horror fan Mm -hmm. and then max sort of has a crush on this guy named chris played by alexander ludwig and one of the very first scenes she gertie and chris are at this diner and he's trying to help her with like her classics homework or something and i was like you guys have classics in high school i, oh. <laughs> I never studied that stuff <laughs> oh. and duncan comes in and he's like we're having this big horror fest at the local theater and it's the anniversary of camp bloodbath and we would like you there because you're amanda's daughter to like give a little tribute and stuff and she doesn't want to do it because it you know it hasn't been that long and she's still consumed by grief and she's just like no i have no interest and duncan promises to like do her classics homework for the next year or something like that (laughs) (laughs) so she's like sure sure i'll come and when they go there's also sort of a mean girl character named vicky summers played by nina dobrev and oh. she, I, I get the feeling that she used to date Chris mm. and she kind of showed up because she knew he would be there. Um, so they're all there in the theater and some like weird magic juju happens. And like oh. some people in the audience are sort of doing the same thing that's happening on the screen. Oh, And then... A series of events happens where someone spills a bottle of vodka, and this is like a, (laughs) this is not like a rundown theater, really, but it just, it's clear that, like, because of the horror fest, things are a little bit more out of hand than normal, so they, people have (laughs) snuck in, you know, alcohol, and Uh someone's smoking in the theater, so what happens is, the bottle of vodka spills and then and it goes across the floor and then someone's smoking and the spark catches the alcohol on fire. Oh. So a fire starts in the theater. <laughs> and obviously it's chaos and they the group of friends can't get out the main way, the back exits. So Max cuts a hole through the screen because Duncan tells her there's a door back there. <laughs> And they all walk through the screen and they end up in like a field of green. (laughs) And they're like, what the heck happened? Where are we? So this gets a little bit, well, it gets very meta, but it gets very not realistic and time travel-y and movie travel-y. And what happens is they have traveled into the movie. (laughs) Oh, cool. Okay. And... I really want to point out that this was written by Joshua John Miller, Mm -hmm. and his dad, Jason Miller, was an actor, and he was Father Karras in The Exorcist. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And after he died, Joshua, I guess, wrote this sort of as a way of dealing with his grief. Oh. But specifically dealing with the grief... Dealing with private grief while the public knows your parent 
who has died as like this iconic horror character, basically. Yeah. So they end up in the film and they're, they're very confused at first, but then this bus passes by or this camper van or something with the characters from the film in it. And they're like, which way to camp? So-and-so because it's not called camp bloodbath. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they're just like, what, what's going on? And the, the van drives on. And then, like, 94 minutes later, the van comes by again, (laughs) because that's the length of the movie. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, weird. And Duncan, because Duncan has... So it's Duncan, Vicky, Gertie, Chris, and Max, who have all ended up in this film. Uh And because Duncan has watched this movie so many times, he's the first one to pick up on it, and he understands what's happening. Mm -hmm. And he's like okay, we need to get in the van and go to the the camp with them because yeah. we have to let the movie play out. So they get in the van and Malin Ackerman's character, or Amanda's character, Nancy, is, is there. And Max mm-hmm. is immediately, like, just overwhelmed because she's she's face-to-face with someone who looks just like her mom and it's her mom's iconic character and she, like, doesn't really know how to handle things. Yeah. So what I really liked about this movie is the same thing that I really like about all of the Mike Flanagan horror shows, Mm -hmm. which is that like the best horror in my eyes deals with grief Mm -hmm. and that sort of physical manifestation of all that stuff, all those scary, bad, overwhelming feelings. And that is really at the heart of this movie because Max spends a lot of the movie trying to help Nancy survive. And Nancy does not survive in the original cut of the movie. So it's really interesting. It's really meta. You have to, as long as you can like get past the silliness of the plot of the setup (laughs) (laughs) and just sort of, you know, suspend your disbelief on all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really fun movie. Cool. The characters are really fun. Like I said, I love Gertie. Vicky gets some character development, which is fun to see. Oh, and I will say there is the the main cast of the film. So you have Kurt, who's played by Adam Devine, and he's sort of like a jock and just he's pretty much a jerk (laughs) and then there is tina played by angela trimber and she is sort of the bimbo character Mm -hmm. there's paula played by chloe bridges who you might recognize from maggie she was the girlfriend jesse i think oh okay yeah Yeah. and paula's kind of the bad girl like Mm -hmm. she drives a fast car and wears all black and stuff like that and then there's blake (laughs) who's played by tori and thompson and he's he's very sweet he's like the nerd character then there's nancy played by (laughs) malin ackerman (laughs) and she's sort of like the the like shy pretty girl i guess so they're all sort of stereotypical but the the plot of camp bloodbath is that there is a guy named billy who was at the camp in the 50s so like 20 years ago and he was tortured by by his campmates and also the counselors too and he ran into 
the outhouse to kind of get away and he was crying and they were all making fun of him and they threw firecrackers into the outhouse so yeah so like he got burned really badly and he comes back in the 70s and he is it the 70s or the 80s i don't quite remember where when the film is set okay and then he um you know slaughters everyone (laughs) with the machete (laughs) yeah like you do yeah like you do so the (laughs) characters are all running from billy and Mm -hmm. the the high school characters from today's world they're trying to they're trying to help everyone survive basically like at first Mm -hmm. there's sort of a shift at first they're like we have to let the movie play out but people start dying and they're like really freaked out and also like Duncan gets killed right away. So Oh. Yeah. So their their like source of knowledge has been taken away from them. And also it's very oh. traumatic. It's like their friend and Gertie's brother and Gertie yeah. like pretends to hate him and he's sort of annoying. But she's like, That was my that like that's my stepbrother. Like I love him and now he's dead. Yeah. And so it's really it's really traumatic and after they are like wait letting the movie play out isn't gonna work they try to change the ending and they try to get everyone to survive which obviously doesn't work but (laughs) (laughs) but it's fun to watch them try to figure everything out and yeah it's just a good time it's it's fun and there are a lot of jokes despite the heavy material and I will spoil you because I was really sad that everyone was dying. Oh. <laughs> but when they get out at the end, when they finally they finally do get out of the movie, mm-hmm. everyone's alive again. Oh, like okay, not the okay. characters from the film, but like the main five high schoolers. Okay. And Duncan, okay. who's not a high schooler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So it like they do die in the movie, but then it's like everything sort of gets reset. Oh, good. And it does set up a, a sequel that I, that never got made, which is kind of sad. But oh, yeah. I think you would have a. I think you would get a kick out of this and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of. It was a nice way to ease into horror season because it's it pays homage to the horror genre, but it's not too scary and it's not necessarily a horror film it's sort of more about the connections we make and like how do we tell the people we love that we love them and how what do you do when they're gone and all of that stuff so yeah i thought i had a really good time with it cool that sounds really good (laughs) awesome yeah so if anyone would like to watch the films that we talked about today, Happiness for Beginners is on Netflix. The Final Girls is not streaming for free anywhere, but you can rent it on your favorite streaming service. Or, you know, go to your local library and they might have the DVD. Yeah, yeah. And so next time we'll be talking about more great pop culture stuff, so be sure to join us soon. Our theme music is by Joseph McDade. You can find our website at PositivelyPopCulture.com, and from there you can find the link to our merch store. You can also email us from there at PositivelyPopCulture at gmail.com. And please, rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, stay healthy and safe, and join us next time for another episode of Pause Pop. Pop.